Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome to Office Hours, where we sit down with the chief executives shaping the world and answer your most pressing questions about leadership, career, and life. I'm Mike Steib, and today's conversation is a special one for me. Eight years ago, I joined the board of Ally Financial in the midst of a major turnaround. The company had not long before spun out of General Motors in an effort to survive the financial crisis and had just appointed a new first-time CEO in Jeff Brown. Today, Ally is a Fortune 500 company, the largest all-digital bank in America, money's number one rated digital bank, and one of Fortune's 100 best places to work. Our CEO, Jeff Brown, has been recognized as American Banker of the Year, the Thurgood Marshall College Fund's CEO of the Year. And today, my friends, you get to meet this inspiring leader. So, Jeff Brown, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much, Mike. Great to be with you and appreciate how you've been on the this journey with me at Ally. So for your listeners, Mike has just been a fabulous board member for us and runs, uh, leads our technology committee and the board. And when you think about how much of Ally's transformation, which I'm sure we're gonna talk about, has been centered around digital and technology, Mike's been just a great leader, a great mentor, a great friend, and certainly a great board member in helping drive our evolution. So Mike, it's a pleasure to be with you and honored to be able to get this opportunity. Well, thanks, man. Today, we got a lot of folks submitted questions who are interested in the future of banking, the future of auto, the beloved ally brand, the company's transformation. And there's a big question on a lot of people's minds. That's my favorite one. I'm actually going to save for the end. So the first, we'll go right to it. Christina in Omaha says, Ally was once a part of General Motors, and today it's a big fintech company. How did that transformation happen? 
we really centered on this idea that the world is migrating more and more digital. Let's build a digital bank. It was more cost efficient. We felt it aligned with the consumer. We were enabled, allowed to pay higher rates because we weren't incurring the costs of running a brick and mortar net network. And then uh, suddenly we had this dramatic acceleration. And Mike, to your point, which really over the past eight or nine years has further exploded. So I think back to you know, 2009, you were talking about, you know, a deposit book that was around $5 billion to today, you know, a deposit book that's approaching $140 billion. How the fast growth, and that's really transformed our funding posture. Uh, and along the way, we've, you know, improved our capital levels. We dealt with our troubled assets. So it has been a great uh, transformation, you know, again, from a captive finance company into a, a, a modern day fintech uh, bank. And, you know, we're very proud of, of the position we're in today. JB, two things about the transformation I think are particularly challenging and you pulled off. And I'd, I'd like you to share a little bit about how. The first is the investments that had to be made. It's really difficult as a public company to give up on short-term earnings, to invest in R&D, technology, et cetera. And it was some small fraction of the billion dollars you're spending in, roughly a billion dollars you're spending a year in tech today that the company was spending um, when you came on board. How do you make room for that investment and how do you win the support of your your board your shareholders the team etc uh to 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 do what is what it what is not cheap and not easy in transforming the business yeah a great great question and obviously it's it's dynamic every single day but i mean you have to you know really subscribe or set a long-term vision and be committed to sticking to that and recognizing that you know in the short term you may have to make trade-offs or there may be challenges or this may be a bit more painful than the investor community wants to see but if you can deliver you know, the transformative results over a three, four, five year, six year, mm -hmm. 10 year cycle, and you can prove that out, people get on board. And so to your point, Mike, I mean, the, the two major areas where we've invested in the company outside of people has been uh, technology and in particular, you know, making large digital investments. Hey, if we set out and our vision really was to be the largest and most premier all digital bank and awards like you started with Money Magazine and Kiplingers and others have recognized us, you know, it wasn't ever about the awards per se, but it was we were going to build the best damn digital bank that exists out there. We're going to be more dominant. We're going to have better tech. Yep. We're going to and with that, we believe scale is going to come. And that's exactly what's happened. So technology for us is really the single largest investment we make in the company. And then along Along the way, we recognize the importance of people got to know who you are. They got to know you're no, you're no longer GMAC. You're a to totally different brand, a totally new brand. And what do you stand for? What do you believe in? And so marketing and branding has been the second largest investment we've made in the company. So we've been very strategic along the way of recognizing those are two very important pillars if you want to get to that end state of being the leading all digital bank in the United States. So I'm very proud of where we're at today, but I expect we'll have to continue investing in both of those areas going forward. Fortunately, we've had a, a board that's believed in that vision and in that strategy and been very supportive and recognizing that we've had to make some short-term earnings trade-offs. But when you reflect on what's transpired in Ally the past eight, nine years, it's pretty dramatic, the company we've built today. And how do you get the talent to want to work here? I mean, we've got, we have an amazing CTO in Satish. There's no way he was going to, to GMAC 
15 years ago, right? But the, when you built something that attracts um, a really terrific leadership team and then all the way down, what's the pitch? Yeah, I mean, the pitch is, is, is one largely about our culture. I mean, when it comes back, and I think, you know, back to my very first town hall as CEO of this company, and this was before culture became the buzzword in the world the past five, six years, was really talking about unifying our culture and empowering our culture where, you know, it didn't matter if you had been here for 30 years or you were, you know, a fresh-faced intern a week in the door. Um, we were just going we were going to have a culture that empowered people, empowered people to dream big, to think different, to believe in change, believe in rapid change, and if you have a vision, we'll we'll put capital behind it to, if, you know, if we believe it's going to lead to the right results. And so, you know, um, the culture is the single biggest pitch when I talk about, and we just, you know, welcomed in a brand new uh, CFO into the company. Um, you know, and we're super excited about that, that. So we've been, you know, very strategic in adding great new leaders to the team that all share this philosophy of we're going to empower our people to drive change and 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 really create great results. And it's been really inspiring. I, I you know, incredibly proud of my leadership team. A number of them are racking up awards left and right, and that makes me very very proud of of what we've been able to accomplish. But they all believe that you know we are unique. We are different from the rest of the banking industry, but that's what makes it exciting. In the case of Satish, you know, he was working at a large uh, uh, technology-oriented company, and he wanted to come to financial services. It's a very complex industry, but he also wanted a platform where he could really evolve the company. And you think, yeah. again, whether, you know, it was robotic process automation, cloud computing, now to AI, Satish has, you know, he's having tremendous fun getting to lead all these new ventures and verticals uh, for allies. So it's been a been, been great yeah. to see all these new leaders emerge. I think that's great. I mean, people, if you're ambitious, you spend the majority of your waking hours for 40 years at work. It should be in a place where you love the culture and you love the people and, and good people want to build things. And, and what the team at Alley has been doing is, is, is building something, something really special. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, 
And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, we go next to Wallace in Utah. America had a financial crisis in 2008 and then multiple bank failures in 2023. For someone who doesn't work in finance, can you explain what happened and whether we should worry about a repeat of the last financial crisis? We have the fastest Fed tightening cycle pretty much in the history of our economy. Um, And people were caught off guard by how fast interest rates moved. And so that exposed some of the weaknesses and risk management of of some of the banks that went down. But also um, what's different this time was, you know, relative to kind of 2008 and 2009 is the emergence of social media. And, you know, the reality was in in the case of, of one of the banks that really started this, a tweet that was put out that suggested your money's not safe at XYZ Bank. And in literally a period of 24 hours, there was a $40 billion uh, outflow of retail deposits and commercial deposits from that institution. You know, you basically had a modern day bank run that started from social media. And again, not to blame the, 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 the tweet or whatever it was. I think this all comes down to inappropriate risk management. But, you know, it has been uh, fairly startling to see the pace of change. Um, and the the pace of stress, you know. So I think a lot of this comes down to managing your deposit levels, you know, understanding your customer base, uh, managing your capital levels, things like that are very important. And that's a lot of the elements of of risk management 101 that live inside of a bank and certainly that that Mike is uh, involved in 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 a daily basis. Now, whether we're exposed to more of this, I'd say, you know, again, we still see the environment being very dynamic, but I think the weakest players um, were exposed and those have obviously been dealt with. I think the rest of the banking system and in particular the regional bank institutions, what Ally falls under, were still very healthy, plenty of liquidity, plenty of capital. And Mm -hmm. so I think we're all guarded right now, recognizing, you know, there could be more stress. But I think the magnitude, what we saw in March, I do not expect to get repeated, you know, the rest of this year or into the future. And I think obviously now we're all preparing for enhanced regulation uh, that may come upon the entire banking industry um, that, you know, as a result of, of the banks that went down. I really feel for any company that does not have the digital DNA like you've built at Ally, because that means you don't understand the consumer in this market. And the banking crisis earlier this year showed that what's going to drive consumer behavior in the future are the things that are happening in digital. So for our audience, when you think risk, like plan your life around risks that you can't anticipate. And if you're not a digital expert, no matter what industry you're in, you have to be because the consumer is. Absolutely. 
Celine in Paris says, And it's been said that every business is now a tech business. How do you find this to be true in finance? What technologies will shape the future of banking? JB, I get to spend a lot of time with the crypto heads who you know, tell me all about how in the future finance is going to be all digital. And I always ask them, do you think we keep the $100 billion like in a safe? It's, you know, finance is already digital. Maybe you could just, for our listeners, maybe who aren't in the banking industry, or maybe not in technology, help them understand how it all works. And then maybe touch on some of the essential technologies that you see impacting the business going forward. Yeah, I mean, Mike. To, to your point, we are we are uh, certainly we don't we don't have big vaults, big safes anymore, filled with caps <laughs> or stuff with cash. Um, you know, Ally doesn't even have its own uh, proprietary ATM network. We rely on others that are that are out there. But you know, money movement today across the world has gone all digital and seamless, and that's for you know retail consumers like you and I, but also for big businesses today. So I think you know the evolution we've seen really the past 15 years has been dramatic where digital has become you know broadly accepted and broadly the way people conduct their business and perform their finances today and i i think you know there used to be there's a ceo that i greatly admired and he always had this challenge like you know can you really digitize trust and i believe you can i believe the banking industry you know has shown that you know, if you do things the right way, you have the right technologies, you lock the house with great cyber defenses and things like that, people will really trust you. And so um, for us, you know, money movement, all the things, how we pay our bills today, it is already digital. And and yes, so I certainly subscribe to uh, banking and technology are, are effectively one in the same. When I think about, you know, technologies that are going to shape the future, and I just referenced a few of them in my previous comments, you know, started with a few years ago, we started spending time on you know, researching robotic process automation. So very manual performing tasks and repetitive tasks, how could we automate those? And in some respects, that was, you know, a step one of this journey of artificial intelligence. We were also very early adopters uh, in the area of quantum computing. And I'm very proud of the partnerships that we have with Microsoft and others that are out there in the quantum space. I got fascinated on quantum by going out to a technology conference six, seven years ago. And, you know, today, Today, our uh, Satish, our, our, our chief technology and information officer, has really latched on to quantum as being, you know, more horsepower to do to process in a very rapid fashion complex algorithms. And, you know, can that make us analyze risk in a faster format? Can that make us decision to the end consumer in a quicker fashion? And so, there's a lot of power in quantum. We're spending a lot of time today migrating away from large data centers. You know, when I think I got to Ally, we had four or five data centers we owned, we relied on others. And today, you know, we're utilizing much more of a broad cloud framework because it's faster and, and more horsepower to analyze. Um, but the single biggest area that we're spending a lot of time on today um, is on is on AI it's and AI. how AI is going to revolutionize the, the world. We don't think necessarily that it means, you know, I'm not out saying it's going to reduce, uh, you know, 5% of our workforce or 10% of our technology workforce. We're not making those claims yet, but I think we're recognizing that AI, while it presents some risks, it also presents a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, for the for the company and for all industries as well. And so I think this is one where, where I 
I would admit, Mike, to, to you, um, that I've been surprised how fast, you know, AI seemed like a concept that was out there a year or two years ago, and now with ChatGPT and BART and others, it's been pretty dramatic how fast this has come to market and really others are starting to use it. So it's an exciting space. We gotta be very guarded. Um, you know, we're very uh, cyber focused here as an all digital bank. So you gotta make sure your protections, your back to your risk management are in yep, line, yep. but we're certainly excited about uh, the, the use and the prospects of AI. And in fact, uh, in, in just a few days, we will launch uh, some of our own internal AI development. And Mike will have a sh chance to share that with you uh, in just a few weeks at our next board meeting as well. Can't wait. Amanda in Miami says, I love the Ally brand. It seems more genuine and real than typical bank marketing. And all the stuff the company is doing around women's sports is terrific. How do you build a national brand like that? Well, I, I, I love it. Thanks. Thanks for the support, the question. And you know, I think it, start, it starts with hiring a rock star. Uh, you know, we have Andrea Brimmer, who's our chief Andrea marketing Brimmer. and uh, public relations officer. And she just, you know, it's it, a month doesn't go by. It's, it's usually a week or two doesn't go by where she's not being recognized with a new award. And she is just a phenomenal leader and a powerhouse um, in building a great global brand. And every award that comes her way, she deserves. Um, but, you know, several years ago, we really started to look at how do we get greater brand awareness? How do we get greater, greater connectivity? How do we tell the ally story in a different manner? And we latched on to sports being a big mechanism of that. Let, you know, sports, in a lot of respects, it, you know, you know, it is a big unifier and it brings a lot of people together. And even though there's, you know, a left or right side or two opposing teams, but people come together and celebrate the spirit. And we thought that was a very unique arena for us to kind of get the ally name out there. And so we planted this flag in the world of NASCAR, the Champions PGA Tour, uh, you know, now uh, in MLS soccer, yep. uh, you know, sponsoring a NASCAR team. But, you know, the past couple of years, we started really taking a look at, you know, equality is something that's very important at Ally, something we stand for. And we started looking at, you know, women's sports as, hey, this is a huge area of opportunity. And why don't women athletes command the same respect or the same pay or the same media rights and all those things? And we said, you know, let's put our dollars to work. And so we really planted the flag and I applaud Andrea for her creativity, her passion. And Andrea was a four-year starter of Michigan State soccer. So this is a great alignment in Mike, what we talked about, about, you know, you're going to work somewhere for 40 years. It's okay to align your personal and professional That's passions. Right. And she brought that spirit and helps, helped us really grow women's sports. You know, we've been recognized by a, a, a lot of uh, senior media publications and great other brands for what we're doing in the world of women's sports. Sports. We're on every National Women's Soccer League uh, jersey as well, um, and more to come. We got a great uh, NCAA kickoff event here in Charlotte, North Carolina, to start the season with uh, two amazing uh, basketball teams from last year. And so we're doing a lot more in the area of women's sports. Expect even more to come. There's a few surprises that are out there, but we just look at this as a huge opportunity for us to grow the brand and therefore grow Ally overall. And I'm so fortunate. You know, our great leaders like Diane Murray, who runs our consumer business, Doug Timmerman, who runs our auto business, they've really latched on and they believe in everything that Andrea is building. And that's helping grow their businesses as well. So it's really exciting what we've been able to put together. But it all starts 
with having one rock star leader. There you go. And I, I would give you credit to JB a lot. You came from a background, a CFO's background, a finance background, and there's comfort in the kind of marketing that goes in a spreadsheet. When you say, I gave Google a million dollars and we got this many clicks and a click is worth 30 cents and on and end. Brand marketing doesn't work like that. Brand marketing is more magic than it is math. And you really have to have faith in the team that they can go out there and create a brand for you. And they can't prove to you tomorrow that the investment worked, but certainly everybody knows Ally and it creates an emotion in people. And that didn't come only from the quality of our products and our services. It also came from the way we tell our story through media. Exactly right. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I know Andrea is going to love those comments too, Mike. She's going she's gonna to ask for more budget. You watch. <laughs> yeah. Max in Seattle says, Making statements on social issues like Disney, Bud Light, and others have had to walk it back this year in the face of negative consumer reactions. As a CEO, how do you think about your company's responsibilities and how you take stand on important issues while navigating this tricky landscape? Yeah, I, I well, uh, thanks for the question. Uh, it's an important one, and and I think your your word of tricky is is absolutely the right description. I mean, you know, unfortunately, we're about as divided as a nation as we've ever felt. I mean, it's kind of fifty fifty split down the middle of what people believe in. I think you know, at Ally, I think plum is an appropriate or purple is an appropriate color for us because, you know, it is sort of a blend of the red and the blues and. You know, we tr have tried to create a company that, you know, really stands for we believe in equality for all. And, you know, when I take this back to I'm not going to comment publicly on every social issue that's out there. I certainly will uh, comment on the ones that I do believe, you know, have an interest in our industry and an interest in our company and certainly um, anything that would make any of our employees feel unsafe or unprotected, we will comment on. Uh, but really, we're a company that tries to stand for equal opportunity, equality for all. You know, we've had um, a, a big focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Again, since the very first stage, I was uh, on stage uh, as our new CEO. Um, you know, it hasn't been a rush since we saw some of the tragic events in 2020. You know, we have always stood for doing the right thing, being an emotional company, but really one that's centered on equality for all. And so, right. you know, I try to get our leadership team and I really believe our leadership team embraces those values and those morals as well. And so, again, I think they recognize there are certain things, there are certain issues that we're just not going to comment on. They're not necessarily pertinent to allies, business, and our industry. But when it comes time to protecting the safety of our employees, we actually, you know, we absolutely will comment on those areas. Um, and, and we've done that in the past, but it all comes back to equality for all. It also comes back to uh, an external messaging that lines up to the company's, the company's values. And I, I watched with some interest what it went down at Disney. And, you know, I think it cost Chapek his job, but he was pressured by employees into coming out on state legislation in Florida. And then as soon as he got pushed back, he blinked and he backed off. Right. And you compare that to say Nike, when Nike stood with Colin Kaepernick, they got a lot of pushback and they didn't care. They believed in what they were saying. It aligned to the company's values. It aligned to how the people who led the company felt. And it was easy for them to stick to it. And by sticking to their guns, it made it effective marketing. Yep. It reinforced the values in their company. You can't fake this stuff. People. 
people know when you're authentic and they know when you're not. And what I appreciate about Ally is when Ally says something publicly, they say it very, very authentically and it lines up to who we are. Yeah, thank you. We try to be very aligned with our value system, and, and it's been great. But it, but again, it is a tricky landscape that's out there right it now. It is. I, I'll note for our listeners, I'll drop it in the show notes. I read a great book called The Language of Trust by uh, Michael Mislansky, and he talks about how companies are just not trusted anymore. People have been trained to think that you think that you're lying to them. And the, the art of being authentic, like really saying what your company values and who you are and doing it consistently – Something we're seeing so many companies get wrong, and I, you get it right, JB, but uh, but for those of uh, who are listening, who are marketers, who are in the communication space, who are just thinking about leadership, I, I'm going to recommend this. Uh, I'll drop the book in the notes. I recommend it. T in New York, just T. Hi, Mike. Revenue from charging fees is important to many banks' finances, but Ally came out of nowhere two years ago and ended all overdraft fees. What was the strategic thinking there? Has the decision worked out? Yeah, T, thanks for the question. It's something that we're certainly extremely proud of. And again, I think it's an example of us living what we talk about as three little words, do it right at, at Ally. That's a big part of our culture, our value system, do the right thing, do it right. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things that transpired with COVID is obviously, you know, February, March of 2020, there's tremendous amount of uncertainty. You didn't know when you were going back to work, if you were going back to work, if you were going to survive. I mean, there was great uncertainty. Yeah. And we made a determination that we were going to pause, you know, all fees. And we were going to allow deferrals, payment deferrals of your auto loan, your mortgage loan, things like that for up to 120 days. And that really allowed people to have the comfort that, you know, if I'm not getting paid or I just lost my job or I'm not getting tips or wages or things that I was accustomed to, I don't have to deal at least for four months with some of that stress. And that was, again, a very proud moment for us of doing the right thing. And we learned a lot. We learned a lot that even though we offered that, a lot of people continued paying their bills, paying on time, doing the right thing, or didn't pay for a month, but then caught up the next month. But the fact that they had those you know, in a bit of an insurance policy yep. really helped them. But we also started looking at our fee structure. And Ally is a, a very already a light fee institution. That's not what we made our mark on. And we think this, again, sets us apart in the world of banking. But we did look at our overdraft fee strategy in, after COVID and started saying, you know, really overdraft fees disproportionately impact the people that are affected the most. And Diane Murray, Di Murray, who who runs our banking business, you know, came and talked to me and said, JB, I think this is an opportunity for us again to live our values, to do the right thing. And we recognize that yes, maybe maybe it's a short-term earnings give up, but the power of living your brand, living that name, of being an ally was really worth far more. And so that's been a tremendous decision for us. It's been a strong pride point. I've been very happy um, Let other financial institutions, some have have dropped theirs as well. Others have altered their levels. We didn't do this because of political pressures. We did this because we looked at our customer base. We said this was the right thing to do. And I'm really proud of Di and, and our leadership team for bringing this forward and, and really, I think, helped set us out and was another uptick in our growth potential as a company. Sanjay in Mountain View, California says, Ally is a big player in auto. With self-driving cars, electric cars, etc., how do you see the future of consumer auto over the next 10 to 20 years? And what will it mean for the auto industry? 
I was glad to get this question, Jay, because you know it's my job on the board every quarter to say the cars are going to drive themselves. So <laughs> tell everybody, like, you, no one is closer to the research than you and the team here. Tell everybody what's really going on in auto and what you see over the coming years. Yeah, Sanjay, thanks for the question. And and Mike has been great at poking and prodding on the board about you know uh, the transformation of the auto industry in a really healthy way, and that keeps us on our toes and keeps us sharp and keeps us connected with the uh, manufacturers and, and with and uh, keeps not coming true so yeah, yeah, thank, yeah, so thank you for the compliments okay. well, well it's all good but what, what i would say is uh you know i guess with that tone it's 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 still evolution not revolution and i think that's going to hold true even for the next you know 15 20 years or so i mean first you know the ne- the the current wave uh that's been out there for about 10 years uh is around you know electric vehicles and you know i think that's largely been uh slower development than some expected i mean started with tesla you're now seeing all the various mainstream manufacturers introduce an electric model some committing towards you know most of their fleets being electric by 2030 i think you'll start to see a lot of the manufacturers back off of that and i think part of this is twofold one infrastructure you know the u.s doesn't quite have the infrastructure to support a a mass migration to to ev strategy and then number two i think consumer demand while it's growing it's still very light on a relative basis and so i start with ev and say you know we're watching kind of the gradual migration gradual trends there as it pertains to self-driving cars i think you know there's a number of companies uh, that have been formed, um, spinoffs from some of the big manufacturers like General Motors and others uh, to try to focus on, you know, autonomous driving, self-driving cars. And I think, you know, the challenges are pretty severe. I mean, you're starting to see development of, you know, things like hit the button, your car can kind of stay on the highway or hit the button, your car can park itself. But I think the challenges of day-to-day autonomous driving are still, you know, again, I think 15 plus years at the earliest yeah. before we'll see mass adoption. And certainly electric vehicles and self-driving cars would have all kinds of very, very positive implications for for the world. But unfortunately, consumers are on budgets and consumers are slow to make changes on things that are very expensive for, 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 for in a lot of cases, for good reason. So it's going to be a little bit. Yeah. And I'd say even on that point, even, you know, when we think about the post COVID world, you know, the combustible average combustible engine vehicle today has 300 semiconductors. The average EV vehicle today has 3000 and that's only going to increase. And so, you know, even on, you know, production capacity, that still remains a bit of a challenge in getting the widespread or the broader adoption, but it's happening. It's just happening probably slower than most expected. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. 
That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hi, this is Sakima in New York. I've always worried that pursuing an ambitious career would mean trade-offs that will be too difficult for my family. Mike, you talk about the balance a lot on the podcast. JB, a few years ago, you won Father of the Year Award. How do you balance the demands of your job on your responsibilities at home? Yeah, um... You know, it's it's day by day, but I mean, it starts with having a great partner, and whether that's a husband, wife, or or uh, uh, you know, or significant other, um, having a great partner is is all part of it. And certainly, I've been very fortunate in that regard. But you know, growing through the corporate ladder, um, you, you know, it's not easy. As we talked about earlier, you ha- you do have to work hard, and that includes weekends and things like that. But you're also allowed to you know take the time for the things that are critically important for you. And some some of those are the big moments in life. And some of those are the little things like making your son or your daughter's game here or there. In Ally, we try to promote, you know, a family first uh, atmosphere and environment. And that, again, as Mike talked about, that is not mutually exclusive with, you know, still generating really strong returns and having a growth company, but it's treating people as people saying, I respect you. I understand you're going to have demands and needs at home as you are in the office. And so, you know, trying to know that you can find balance, you may, it may require added hours or late night hours or weekend hours and things like that. But I don't think it has to be mutually exclusive. Um, for me, I also think it's very important you find time for yourself every day. And whether that's, you know, for, for, for me, that's, you know, getting up every morning and getting a workout in. And that's less about the physical uh, release or uh, it's more about the mental preparation for the day. And so I always think balance also starts with creating time for yourself. And we are in a point in society where I think mental health is, you know, much more the norm today. And it's okay to talk about mental health. And that's important. And I think, you know, finding your own space, your own time to get your own release 
I think enables you to be a better performer at home and a better performer in the office. And so it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, but I do think it is a, a day-by-day balance. And both Mike and I have, have kids, and that's a big part of our life. Um, but at the same time, we've both been able to grow our careers quite effectively as well. I think that's right. And, and you're a better professional for it, having a, having a significant other and uh, who, who supports you and having a family who motivates you and who you love. It, these things make you a better leader. Okay. And I always remind everybody, it's 24 hours in a day. If you sleep eight hours and if you work eight hours, you've still got eight hours left. It's not like there's this last 30 minutes and maybe you can spend it with your family and maybe not. Like the average American spends five hours a day on social media and television You've got room. You've got something to give. You can have. Maybe you can't have it all. Maybe you've got to. Maybe you've got to give up uh, Snapchat. But you can definitely have a successful career and a successful and loving family. That's not. That's not the trade-off that's out there. It's all of the. It's all the other distractions that you might have to cut. Yeah, you got it right, Mike. Well, team, I hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. JB's a terrific guy. He's set an amazing culture and brought together a terrific team. And they've really transformed a company into a brand that people know and love all across uh, America. And it's that is that is a real financial ally for millions and millions of people. And two things really stuck out to me from the conversation. You know, the first one, JB said a bunch of times culture. And culture, is a, it is a buzzword out there. But really deciding what kind of people are we? What are the values that that dictate how we're going to make decisions at the company? If you haven't read, for example, uh, Reed Hastings' No Rules Rules, the Netflix story, it's a lot about not necessarily the culture you'd want to create in your team, but how a company so intentionally makes decisions about its culture. I've seen JB follow a similar path in his creation of the, the sort of who we are at Ally. And it's meant that the people who apply for jobs there and the people who get hired and the people who get promoted and the people who lead that organization are folks who line up to that consumer first, innovative, brave company culture that he's created. Culture and people at the end of the day is the whole game. It's really apparent in the successful transformation of Ally. You heard a lot about that on our pod today. And I thought I'd leave you with those thoughts. Remember, you can submit your questions to me on Twitter, Instagram, threads, LinkedIn, at Mike Stibe, or by calling us, leaving us a voicemail at 213-419-0596. Your questions can help to drive our next episode. I want to thank JB and JB's team for setting today up. Of course, Jen, Meg, Jada, Matt, and the whole crew of Blue Duck Media for putting this all together. I want to thank Dylan and Christopher at iHeart and Ben and the team at William Morris Endeavor for all of their support. Remind you all that Office Hours is a production of Blue Duck Media and distributed by iHeart Radio. I will see you next week. Make sure you stay on your grind, everybody. Thanks a lot. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, 
you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.